0: The Rebels elect a new leader. With their training complete, Obi-Wan and Anakin have left Ahsoka on Underon to monitor and advise the Rebels as they continue to strike Separatist targets under the command of Stila Guerrera. Facing an escalation of Rebel attacks, the Separatists have sent reinforcements to strengthen their hold on the city of Isis as the battle for the planet unfolds.
1: Greetings Bucketheads, Maevar Tigar welcome to the 164th outrageous Underonian rescuing episode of MandoVision, Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent, yet awesome, Star Wars podcast. Remember the best way to reach out and find us is of course on social media, we are there at Mando underscore Vision, on Twitter and Instagram, you can email the show MandoVisionTom at gmail.com, please be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share the show. With all the Mandalorians in your covert. How is everyone doing? Welcome back. We are in the middle of the Onderonian arc. The Onderonian arc. I, I, you know, I've said it one way for a million years and I have a hard time <laughs> changing it to what they call it in the Clone Wars. And that's on me. Don't worry, I'll get there eventually. i got one more episode to nail it. Uh, and we'll try for that. But yeah, we are, we're in this arc. We're introducing you know, Sagarera, sort of like the, the big character to come out of this arc, but you know we're getting a real chance to, to, to see what kind of makes him tick, and what some of his shortcomings are as, as a leader of, the, of a rebel force. Uh, and what he grows into, you know, get a little bit of foreshadowing of what he grows into uh, when we catch up with him in Rogue One. But we also get to, you know, we're seeing a lot of development developmental stuff from Ahsoka and, and the challenges that she faces in, in these, this arc, uh, as, as Anakin keeps reminding her to put purpose before feelings. And uh, you know that's important stuff, and and it's a it's a really solid arc. It's a, you know there's some shortcomings in it as well, uh, but it's really it's really really solid, really really enjoyable. There's a lot to take out of it, a lot to enjoy. So I don't want to uh, diminish it in, in in a negative way because again there's a lot of really nice stuff in here. I, I wish we got hammered home some more of the the political issues of Andoron and you know what the separatists were there for. You know, how King Rash sort of came to be uh, installed in the throne. I mean, we sort of get some idea of that in this episode. I guess I just wanted a little bit more explicit information. Uh, but hey, we'll take what we can get. And, and again, it, it, the, the, the main emphasis of, the, of this arc is uh, the Jedi and the Republic training rebels. Uh, so that that's sort of what the, one of the things that we're, we're we're noting here in this episode, and this episode gives us a chance to sort of explore it from the other side, from from more from King's Ra- King Rash's perspective. Uh, you get a little bit of the citizenry of Onderon, and and from a a, a military man, a, a man loyal to the Onderonian government, uh, who who is now sort of feeling uh, caught in the middle here of, of of what is right and wrong for his people, and how he view, you know initially views. Saw and Stila and everybody as as terrorists, but he kind of, kind of comes comes to see them as in fact patriots and, and doing the right thing for the Onderonian people. Uh, so it, it's it's an interesting arc, and we're going to talk about uh, all these good things in the episode. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk about the particulars. All right, this is season five, episode four, "The Soft War." Original air date was October twentieth, two thousand and twelve. Our principal cast this week we have Andrew Kuchinu as Guerrera. Don Leon Gardner as Stila Guerrera, David Kine as General Tenden. the uh, he's the strategy robot droid, Kirk Thornton is King Sanjay Rash, Barry Denon is Ramses Dundep, Dendup, excuse me, Jason Spiesack is Lux Bonitary, Ashley Eckstein is Ahsoka Tano, Greg Berger is Kalani, I'm sorry, Kalani's the droid. The uh, the other character, General Tandon, is the sympathizer. And uh, Nika Futterman has a small part in this one as Dono. Matthew Wood is the battle droids. James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Matt Lanter is Anakin Skywalker. And Tom Kane returns to narrate the adventures of these fine, fine fellows. This episode is directed by Kyle Dunleavy. It is written by Chris Collins once again. Our plot for this week, the Onderon, Onderon Rebels attempt to rescue former King Dendup before he is executed. And if you've seen the episode already, you will know know that there's a second execution scheduled as well, but we'll get there. All right, our Jedi fortune cookie for this week. Struggles often begin and end with the truth. And that's, again, we sort of talked about it already. That's kind of what we get in this episode. We kind of get the truth of of how the Separatist presence kind of came to be on on, Onderon. And it wasn't because King Dendop made a... Decision to side with the Republic or to side with the Separatists. It, he tried to sort of stay the path of Satine, right? And stay neutral. But his neutrality bit him in the butt. He uh, By making by not making a decision, the decision was made for him. And then he's seeing the repercussions of that now as, a, as a King Sanjay Rash is uh, a puppet of, the, of Count Dooku and the Separatists. I think it's time to get into this episode proper. We've covered all the main bases. And... We're going to dive into this one and and we're we're going to start with combat with battle. So, you know what that means for all of our safety's sake. It's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go.
2: Do not be afraid, brothers and sisters. We mean you no harm. It's time. traitor who has sold Onderon to the separatists for the crown. But Onderon is ours. We need your strength to reclaim our planet and restore our sovereignty under our true king, King Denda.
1: So our episode opens up with another well coordinated strike by the Ondaronian rebels. Onderonian. The more I say it the more I think I'm wrong. The Onderon rebels. And uh, again, it's well coordinated, well executed Minimal collateral damage. The citizens are kept safe. Uh, the, Stila is proving herself to be a capable field commander. Uh, uh, Saw Gerrera gets his hands involved in this, but he's, he's a bit of a spotter at first. He's on the ground, but you know, he gets in there, blows up a tank and stuff like that, has some fun of his own. Uh, but this, uh, this episode is really about Stila asserting herself as the leader and as sort of the figurehead of the movement, right? So she makes that big address. We go, we go Emperor Palpatine-style, Huge hologram to address the people, the citizens of ISIS, and really begin to sort of capture their hearts and minds, if you will. Uh, it's it's you know bringing attention to the fact that, like, listen, we're here to get the droids. We're doing this. We are just like you. We are citizens of, of Onderon. We are citizens of ISIS, and we are here to get these interlopers out of our, or off of our world, out of our, off of our planet, and to restore the rightful king to the throne, not this lapdog for the separatists, and it's beginning to work. You start to see that, you know, at, at the beginning, after all the destruction, uh, you see a, like a little Twilight child crying from the noise, the, the 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 chaos around her, but by the end of Stila's speech, you you start to see her uh again, winning the hearts and minds of the people and 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 persuading people to their side so it's it's really it really seems that that the the jedi's efforts to to sort of secretly back this rebellion are, is is paying off and that it maybe may be in fact a strategy that they can employ down the road or that we see sort of take shape in a post uh revenge of the sith world at the same time with you know well, you know the seeds. You see the seeds. They're they're laying those seeds right now for the Rebellion in a post-Revenge uh, of the Sith Universe galaxy, if you will. All right, <laughs> let's get to our next section of the show. Let's go ahead and check in with King Rash as he is meeting with his advisors, General Tandon, and his new uh, droid, tactical droid provided, courtesy of one Count Dooku, as they begin to sort of try and assess the threat.
0: The terrorists are no longer a nuisance, but a threat to Onderon. It is only a matter of time before they are all eliminated. How much longer before they plunge us into chaos? It seems they're only targeting the droid army. If you allowed the royal Onderon militia to assume control of security, the terrorists may stop and discuss terms. You will assume nothing, General Tandon. With their coordinated attacks and weapons, it is possible they're finding sympathy within your own ranks. The threat is external, and your reinforcements have done little to stop them. We will not negotiate with terrorists. They fear diplomacy. They embrace mayhem. What do we know about them?
1: All right. We'll play the next section of that in a moment. But yeah, here's, here's us getting the other side of, of this situation here. Uh, but again, we know that Rash is a puppet of the Separatists. So we're, we're, we're I think as an audience, we're not very sympathetic to his, his pleas that these are, are terrorists. And, and they're here to destabilize the government. Maybe from his perspective, that's true. But from theirs, he's an illegitimate king. He, is, he has usurped the throne. The Separatists have installed him as, as a meat puppet. And then... That's that. Those, those are sort of like the two factions here. What's interesting is, is Tandon and his observations that, yeah, okay, you can call them terrorists. We can call them terrorists, but look at what they're doing. Look at where they're focusing their attacks. They're not hitting civilian targets, they're not hitting the citizens themselves. It's focused only on the separatist droid army. And again, Tandon is not persuaded at this point that, that, that the terrorists are not terrorists that they are patriots and, and, and they are uh, in this, and, and the side of right on this. But I, I think he is aware that the separatists do not belong on the planet. And I think that's sort of his stance. He's like, hey, listen, we got a militia. Let it put us back in charge and, and we can handle this and maybe they'll negotiate. And of course, then you get the classic, we do not negotiate with terrorists. And uh, well, I mean, what would Star Wars be if we don't get to hear that line about terrorists? You have to say it. Whenever there's a terrorist... Involved in something, you have to say that line. It is a a, a requirement of all uh, terrorist-based uh, TV shows and movies and video games and in the, in the whole shebang. But let's go ahead and hear. Uh, they got some information now about the droids. I kind of want to play this this little section here as as we hear King's Rash's King Rash's uh, reaction to learning who's involved in this rebellion here. <laughs>
0: We've identified Steela Guerrera as the woman in the hologram. Her brother Saw is also part of the group, as well as the fugitive criminal Lux Bonteri. The late Senator Mina Bonteri's son? Yes, my lord. Why was I not told of this? You just were. Enough! It's clear that Dendip is behind this. We mustn't allow his followers any momentum. Justice must come swiftly, without mercy. Bring
1: him in. All right, so they're going to send a call for depose for, King Dendep, and we're not going to play that section of, the, of this part of the show because Dendep's saying the same things he was said in the previous episode. He's like, "I this is, this, this is the will of the people. I got no control over anything. You have me locked away. I have no communication devices. I have no way of contacting anybody. So you thinking that I'm calling the shots on this is insanity. And it's sort of surprising that the, 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 the strategy droid isn't isn't more involved in like why are we wasting time talking to this dude? But they are going to use Dendup as bait, basically, and uh, who should be the one to take that bait? Well, let's go ahead and find that out right now as well.
3: They're executing King Dendup tomorrow in Yolan Square. Where did you hear this? Malgan Market. The merchants. The Separatists are saying he's behind our attacks.
2: <sighs> more lies.
3: They're making him an example to humiliate us. Maybe. But their efforts could work against them. Executing him would only make him a martyr.
4: We can't let him die. We have to break him out somehow.
3: No.
2: We should wait until he's in public, at the execution.
4: That's where they'd expect it.
2: I know. But this is our moment. We'll save him for all of Isis to witness. We don't have much time.
4: They're counting on us to show up.
2: Where are you going? Trust me. Stop.
4: Let me take care of this.
2: This isn't about you.
4: We can't afford a reckless move right now. Yeah, go write a speech about it.
3: You have to weigh the risk.
1: That's why I'm going alone. So there you go. Sagarera's is gonna go off on his own, try to rescue Dundip, and... and Avoid this. This what is no what he sees as a trap immediately, and it seems that Steel is aware that it's a trap as well. You know, this execution at a very public public square. It's it's all bait for a trap. They seem well aware of it, but they have to kind of figure out the best option here. They don't want ne- neither one of them want to let Dendup die, but what is the most effective strategy to to sort of announce yourself in a more public setting? And is of the mind that he can do this by himself. That he can. Rescue Dundip now before the the, the the trap can be even sprung, uh, but Steele sees an opportunity to uh, make a public statement by by rescuing him in front of the citizens of ISIS, and you know again, Ahsoka is the one who 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 says it, but you have to weigh the risks, and that goes for both sides, and and it's, it's sort of how do you feel about either one of these these actions? You know, it, it's easy to say the saws being a bit impulsive here. But it's also sort of easy. It's, it's I don't think it's that hard to think that maybe he's on the right path here by, by trying to do like a one man rescue operation, something small beneath notice, and 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 avoid the trap. You know, and we all know the Jedi love to love the saying that the best way to you know get out of a trap is you know best way out of a trap is to spring the trap. But these are no Jedi, and, and Guerrera, you know, he's he saw in particular is a very uh, direct sort of fella but it speaks to the different leadership styles of saw and Stila and, and maybe highlights a little bit of the shortcomings of saw because uh, he's very narrow in his focus. Uh, he's, 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 very hyper-focused on one thing, not great at seeing the big picture. And, you know, does that change over time? We can talk about that. I don't think it does as much, you know, maybe a little bit, but let's talk about that in, in our next episode in particular. Um, we will, I think the next sequence here is Ahsoka checking back in with the Jedi Council, but I could be wrong. And indeed I was. Let's go ahead and check in with Stila and Lux Bonteri as they are talking about the situation. Stila,
4: Saw is strong. He'll be fine.
2: He's always been brash. Never thinks. He doesn't realize by leaving us, he's hurting us. We need a plan they bring King Denda through the east entrance of Yolan Square. Security will be tight. And rescuing him will... will not be easy. Lux... Please don't look at me like that.
4: Forgive me. I'm sorry, I...
2: Listen... I just need to be alone right now. Gather everyone to go over the plan.
1: Of course. And in Stila we're seeing the burden of leadership and how it weighs heavy, much like the you know the role of king, how it the the heavy where lies the head that wears the crown. sort of the same situation in this you know Steele is very responsible for this rebellion for the people under her charge, and the rescue of Dundep would be you know signing the death warrant of 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 certain individuals in the rebellion. It's a very dangerous. Mission plan that they're concocting here, and again, they are well aware that it's a trap. But can they weigh every factor that could come into play here, uh, into saving the king? It's uh, it's she's got a lot on her shoulders. Now we will check in with Ahsoka as she is checking in with Anakin and Obi Wan.
4: I sense fear in you, Ahsoka.
3: The rebels are divided. If they try to rescue the king now, I'm afraid we might lose them.
4: We cannot control their fate.
3: It's just... They're risking their lives to save just one.
4: Do not underestimate the King's power. He represents hope, and is critical to their success.
3: I feel responsible for them.
1: I know you do, Snips, but remember, purpose must come before feelings.
3: I know, Master.
4: Step in only if you must. But remember, if this experiment is to become an effective strategy, they must learn to survive on their own.
3: Yes, Master Kenobi. I understand.
1: All right, so that's really important stuff uh, again. You know, it'd be easy for the Jedi to get involved and, and and sort of save the day here, or at least potentially save the day here. You know, it kind of depends on how you want to factor that together. <laughs> their success levels and things like that. Uh, but it, it goes back to one of the things we talked about earlier in the, in the Onderon arc, uh is sort of like the that 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 sort of unspoken boundary that the jedi have between uh in inserting themselves in a political situation on another world, right, where they've not been invited to to intercede, right? By all accounts, even though we all know that it, that that uh, king rash is is a figurehead for the separatists who then they've you know deposed of dundep uh they don't. They can't seem to get involved in the internal matters. It's just like in Episode One, when Qui Gon tells uh, Amadala that you know I I can only protect you. I can't fight a war for you. It, it's a lot like that. So the strategy of, of of training the rebels to take care of themselves to fight their own battles is very 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 important. But as we're going to see by the end of the episode, uh, at a certain point, Ahsoka does choose to get involved. That you know, again, we'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but that's the, sort of like the constant struggle that Ahsoka and the Jedi have to have to uh, weigh when they're in these situations. Like, how much loss of life can you can you stand by and watch because you aren't allowed to interfere? Uh, and Ahsoka gets put in that position in a big bad way in this episode. And in case we haven't talked about it enough, this arc is a really big arc for Ahsoka's growth and her development into into the Jedi that she will become, and eventually the, the the non-Jedi she will become when she leaves the Order. Uh, it, it's a big, growing episode for her. Or, or again, the, it's the whole arc, because it starts off with her feelings about Lux Bonteri. Now she's tabled that, those personal feelings, but now she has this, this connection to this entire rebellion, and wanting to see this come to fruition, see this work out for the best. Um, but how do you do that when you can't? Directly involve yourself, and you can't be a participant in these things. You can only guide and advise, and uh, it, it's 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 a hard lesson for her to learn. Again, it's it's going back to attachment and, and being able to let go, and and, and all these Jedi idioms it, idioms is not the word I want to use, uh, but all these all these ideologies that the Jedi have that, that that are in play that she has to wrestle with. So really fascinating stuff on on that level. Now we will check in with sagarera as he does his best Batman impression. As he grapples up the side of the of the this uh, this palace here on Onduran, so that he can attempt his rescue of the king. Let's go ahead and check it out.
4: My lord. Who are you? I'm Sa Guerrera. What do you want? Your freedom, sire. You're to be executed tomorrow, but I'm getting you out of here. The people of Onderon need your help. Stand up. Are you one of the meddlers
0: creating disorder, interfering in the affairs of the throne?
4: Only to restore your kingship as the rightful ruler. I see.
0: This was all my doing. I opened the door. That's why the Separatists are here. I was faced with a difficult choice. To join the Republic or the Confederacy. Both are corrupt, but I had to pick a side before one was chosen for me.
4: Except I chose neither. Now is the time to take back Onderon. Our movement is gaining momentum and has the backing of the Jedi. Jedi? Yes, sire. I've been waiting a long time for this. Follow me, sire.
1: Onderon awaits.
4: One way shield.
1: Alright, there we go. The trap, now a trap. So they catch Sagarera. The king is, is King Dendup is stuck there as well. And now you have more people to execute, because you now have one of the terrorists, the quote unquote terrorists of Onderon. And that was part of the plan all along, right? Like they've been baiting this trap for a while, see what would happen, see what they could catch. But interesting to hear from Dendup speaking about how both the conf- the Confederacy and the Republic are both corrupt. So it, it caused him to not reach his uh, decision. Interesting, though, the, how he gets excited he gets when he hears that Jedi are involved. Jedi strongly affiliated with the, with, the, with the Republic, <laughs> so maybe maybe he should have thought of that. You know, factored that a bit more into in, into his decision before he made no decision, which allowed one to be made for him by Count Dooku and the Separatists. So, again, in, you know, the political ramifications of of Andaran are not like the primary. Crux of this arc, but I mean, we could go on a whole thing about how indecision is is a terrible decision, and that uh, you know whether you choose right or wrong, you at least have to choose. <laughs> so, I, I, th- I think the King of, of Andran, uh King Dendup in particular, uh, embodies that sentiment the best. That uh, even if you make the wrong choice, you got to make a choice because someone's going to make it for you if you don't. So there you have that. All right, let's go back and check in with Stila and the rebels as she lays out the plan and they begin to make their own decisions.
2: (laughs) Any of you have questions?
1: It's a risky plan, but it's
4: our best shot. Ahsoka, will you join us?
3: I can't. I've already been more involved than the council wanted. I'm afraid I've been instructed to sit this one out. They have Saul. He's alive, but I watched them take him away.
4: We have to save him.
3: Yeah! yeah we'll yes! him.
1: All right. Here, we, here now, the rebels suit up, arm up, weapon up. All the ups. they do all of it—and it's time to put their plan into action. Now, listen. I understand there's there's a lot of stake, you know, a lot of high stakes involved here, moving forward with this with this plan. But as an outside observer, and again, not a military mind by any stretch, I think this is a terrible plan by Stila. It is not good. At all. Like they, the, the, the way their forces are used. And again, I get it. They're small. Um, but it's, a, it's almost the, the equivalent of a frontal assault. I mean, this, this is their moment. They could have been way more Robin Hood men of thieves. Men of thieves. <laughs> Robin Hood prince of thieves. Uh, you know, the final confrontation there at Nottingham's Palace there. When everyone's going to get hung. You know, uh, use your small forces wisely. Spread around. Have some plans. Blow some stuff up cause distractions, cause chaos. Then you come in there and you rescue everybody. I think I think they could have taken a page out of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. You know, We don't need Kevin Costner necessarily. But, I mean, hey, Kevin Costner got the job done at least. Say what you will. <laughs> but nah, not the best plan. Not the best plan. But let's go ahead and see how it shakes out for him. I don't think it's going to go well. Spoilers. And so, just as Lux Bonteri gets everyone all fired up, Stila comes in here with the cool head. Now, again, still a bad plan, but the cooler head that you can't just charge in there now. You have to, you know, this is all like, let's, let's, let's let her explain it, all right?
2: No. We have to save King Dendup. We don't have time or the bodies to do both.
4: He's your brother.
2: That's what Saul would want, what he would expect. And I expect the same from everyone in this room. I know it's a hard
3: choice, but I agree. Purpose must come before feelings.
1: And there's Ahsoka spitting Anakin's words back out at these rebels right here. Powerful. So let's cut back to the palace now where Sagarera is being tortured. Uh, but there is a bit of a philosophical dilemma here between General Tendon and our strategy droid of the, of the Imperials. The imperials of the confederacy, uh, and as far as the tactics on how to best get extract information, how best to capture more terrorists, let's see what they have to say.
0: Enough. We have to keep him alive, he is a direct link to the terrorists. You pity him, I pity your ignorance. You can control the people of Onderon. But you won't sustain it against their will. What you're doing guarantees others will take his place. They too will suffer. Then the war is lost. You have strong tactics, but it's unfortunate you cannot calculate a different approach.
1: So Tendon and Kelani not agreeing. Uh, Kelani, for a strategy droid, doesn't really seem to grasp how uh, best to control a civilian population his his tactics are are through fear and terror and, and you know exec- public executions and things of this nature uh tendon seems to understand that there's more to it than this that now he's about to have a conversation with Sagarra to sort of you know i I think tendon by this point is starting to see the wrongness of supporting the separatists in this in this side of the fight. Uh, And Saw is going to kind of drive that point home. So let's go ahead and check out their conversation with each other. I may interrupt in the middle here just to interject something. Let's see.
0: Here, drink. It will give you strength. The separatists have very little compassion or patience for
4: things that stand in their way. We have a duty to protect what's ours, General. A duty once entrusted to you. God. I thought you depleted your arrogance with Kalani. (laughs) It replenishes
0: every hour. (sighs) King Rash is the crowned head of Onderon. What's yours is his, and he will do with it as he pleases. Dendup is the true king. Are you following his orders? We take
4: orders from no one. Aligning yourself with the past does not bode well for your future. We share the same future. We can sit here as free men or servants of the Separatists. I am free, while you have chosen to become a terrorist. I'm not a terrorist. I'm a patriot, and resistance is not terrorism. King Denduk chose his people instead of taking a side in the Intergalactic War. Separatists have taken over Onderon because we let
1: them. That is a pretty good argument from Sagrero. Not going to lie. I think he does a really nice job of 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 persuading General Tenden that uh by being loyal to the crown, he's being disloyal to the people because this is clearly not what the people would have wanted. Uh and it's again there there this arc is pretty good at at getting it touching upon very very lightly some very controversial topics and terminology, you know we see it here in the States, and I'm not going to dive too deeply in this, but the word Patriot gets thrown around a lot, and, you know, I see it misappropriated more often than not. But I think in the case of the under Honor Rebels, uh, it might be... I think it's being used correctly. So that's good to see, because I see it misused a lot, and it really, really bums me out. Um, (laughs) So, again, not going to dive deep on the real-world ramifications of using that word, but used appropriately here. So... Ah, cheers to Sagarera. Now we get to see Steela's plan in action. And like I said, it ain't a great plan. We got a public execution coming up. Uh, we have the Star Wars equivalent, or at least the Oneronian equivalent, of a guillotine. Uh, they're going to behead the guy uh, in a very Star Warsy fashion. We get to see that demonstrated with, with one of King Rash's many, many, many fruits that he likes to consume over the course of this arc. Um, and yeah, let's go ahead and check in and see what happens, how it all shakes out. All right, so you got Sanjay Rash, t- you know, taunting Dendip before he's gonna execute him. Stela springs her plan; it doesn't go well. They, you know, it seems like they're gonna be able to take the day, get Dendip, even get Sagarera out of there. But of course, more Super Battle Droids arrive on the scene, and uh, Dendip tells him that it's no good. Surrender their weapons, and 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 let's end the fight now. Which I think is a terrible decision, <laughs> personally, like. What do you think is gonna happen here? Like you're just gonna go in the execution line, get your head cut off too. You might as well go down fighting. That's sort of how I view it. Um, but what's interesting about this, as uh, the the underrunning rebels now face the end of their time, of uh, the end of their rebellion, uh, is is Ahsoka's reaction. And seeing as as she's sort of fighting against her instructions, you know, again, purpose versus feelings. That's what we're, what we're talking about in this entire arc. For Ahsoka. And she's about to choose the side of feelings because she's not about to let the only running rebels die while she stands there and watches. But, but, just like as Obi-Wan said, you know, they have to let the people be the people, right? They have to figure these things out themselves for themselves. They can't just fight the wars for them. And, because of Saw's actions, and again, you can argue that he was impulsive and reckless, getting himself caught trying to rescue Dendit by himself, but he had the, he got that audience with General Tendon and swayed him to their side. And now uh, General Tendon is about to sweep in there and he's the one to save the day. So there's Ahsoka. And again, Ahsoka's pushing her way to the front of the crowd here. But listen to the background of the people shouting and, and proclaiming, you know, let, let, let these people go, they're innocent, they haven't done anything, they're Omderonians. You know, listen. try to listen to it. I'm going to try and bump it up a little bit in the volume section, but uh, check it out.
0: They're innocent! Let them go! This snake will not strike again! Stop! What? The only snake I see, sire, is you! I was not anymore.
1: All right, so now the tables have turned, and and the Underunian militia is now with the rebels. They're about to rescue Dendep. They're going to use uh, King Sanjay Rash as a human shield. And Ahsoka hasn't gotten to, had to get involved at this point. The Underunians are doing this themselves. This is this is. A, the, the, what they wanted, they wanted the people to step up and get involved here, and that's precisely what's going to happen. And so, using Rash as a shield, uh, Ten is going to buy time for the rebels to get away, to to make their escape from the town square, to go back into hiding. And just when it seems that that you know is going to be sacrificing himself, that's when Ahsoka is going to be the one to spring into action and announce her presence. And again, there will be ramifications for these things, but. The tide has seemed seemingly turned, and the Uniranians are now on the majority on the same page and firmly entrenched against the separatists. So, why not get involved now at this point? So, here we'll check out as uh, Tendon is holding Rash hostage and thinks he's about to make a, the ultimate sacrifice as a patriot for his people.
0: <laughs> what now, General? As soon as you release me, you will be shot dead. me After them kill them kill them End up is the king. we
1: want so the Jedi spring into action the Jedi ahsoka Springs into action and it seems to galvanize the people right they've seen a lot of upheaval in the last few minutes and now is their time to step forward and 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 say this is wrong you guys shouldn't be here you suck get out go home and 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 you know hit the bricks kid and and rash is not stoked on that so yeah the tide has turned pretty badly and uh he's gonna be feeling the feeling it next week when when everything kind of comes to a head here but let's go ahead and check back in with the rebels here at the headquarters
0: Why now? It was time for a new approach, my lord. Do I have your loyalty and that of the army?
2: You also have ours. With your rule, our numbers will grow.
0: Thanks, child. Your mother would be proud. Thank you, my lord. We must first win the will of the people. That is the only way. The separatists will assemble their forces. Count Dooku will want me
4: dead more than ever. Then we'll have to teach them another lesson. Together. Yeah. We'll yeah. Take you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Again, it's rather funny because it does seem like the will of the people has swung at this point. Now, again, it, you know, there's not... Maybe, maybe it's not the entire town or the entire planet's there that the town square to witness what just occurred. But I would imagine word will travel very, very quickly. And, and again, the people will be on the side of Dendup and the rebels in, in an effort to get the separatists off their world. All right, let's go ahead, close this one out. Ahsoka's going to talk to Lex and check back in with the Jedi. Because again, she's going to say it, the separatists are about to know the Jedi are involved here. And that's going to, that's going to draw the attention of Count Dooku. And, uh, Yeah, and at that point, this is kind of what you want, right? Like, you want to draw Dooku's involvement into this and kind of bring this to a head, which is exactly what's going to happen. Ahsoka, I knew you couldn't resist a good fight.
3: Am I becoming that predictable?
1: Only
4: to me.
3: The Separatists definitely know we're backing the rebels.
4: Then prepare yourself. The real fight is about to begin.
3: Will you be able to send some help?
4: That's
1: up to the Council, Ahsoka. Spoilers—they do, but not in the way you think they will, unless you've already seen the episode, like I, like maybe, like maybe, like I have. <laughs> Anyways, that is the third episode of the own Onderon arc. Uh, again, Sagarera, all these people doing things. Things are happening. Stila asserting herself as a leader. Dendep has been rescued. Ahsoka gets into the mix at the very, very end to save General Tendon. Uh, A lot going on here. A lot lot of things happening. And it's very, very exciting. Uh... the The episodes move really nicely, which I think is probably one of the best parts about this arc. Is like it's really, really paced well. Like I said, I wish there was some more detail as far as like some of the plot elements, uh, as far as as sort of the political climate, the political situation. We get a lot of those answers in this episode, though, which which does make me happy. Uh, but I guess I guess there's like there still feels like there's something a little bit lacking uh, from from some of the I don't know more complex social issues of of, of Onderon. but. We get a lot out of it in this episode, and, and I am content with what we get. Uh, I give it seven and a half buckets pretty easily. It's, it's close to eight, depending on, the, on my mood. Uh, but yeah, it's a solid, rock-solid arc, and I love the journey that Ahsoka's on in this arc. Again, it's easy to wrap this up as, as being the, the arc that introduces Sagarera, uh, but in a very, very real sense, in a very, very large sense. This is an arc that really shows the growth of Ahsoka's character. Uh, you know, as she sort of is like leaving childish things behind, like her flirtatious relationship with Lux Bonteri and and assuming more of a, if not necessarily a leadership role, but a, a, a more, mm, I don't, I, mm, I, every word that's popping into my head, I don't want to use because it's not right. But it just sort of, ele- she's elevating her maturity here, right? She's, again, as Anakin said to her, she's choosing purpose over feelings. She's not being controlled by her feelings, by her emotions. She's learning to let go. She's learning to trust her instincts, to let things play out, the will of the Force. All of these things are coming into play for Ahsoka in a way that, again, she's mastering them um, with these episodes, with these lessons that we're seeing her take. Uh, and again, it's, it's interesting to hear Anakin be the one to talk about these things because Anakin knows that she's supposed to take these steps, but Anakin has the harder time for himself, and again, it's, it's very specific when it comes to Padme and his relationship. But he's giving her the tools, right? Like we're seeing Anakin as a good teacher here, which again is one of the uh, elements I think sometimes that gets overlooked because we know that Anakin falls. We know that Anakin goes to the dark side. So how could he possibly have been a, been a good teacher? Well, as as I have asserted many, many times on the podcast, on the, on the Mandalorian episodes, on the Bo- Book of Boba Fett episodes, Ah, Ahsoka sort of becomes the best of the Jedi by not being a Jedi at all. She is all of the good things that being a Jedi is without the dogmatic uh, inconsistencies of the Order itself. And and that has a lot to do with Anakin's teachings and the, the flaws that Anakin saw in the Order and, and how Ahsoka comes to see them and to experience them and to view them herself. So... That's really what this Andron arc is to me. is It's just a really big stepping stone for Ahsoka and what she has coming up later on in this season, and then more importantly in, in the seasons to come. So awesome, awesome! Actually, man, this season in particular, this season ends on some pretty big Ahsoka stuff. So, yeah, we'll keep it there. <laughs> oh, but it's a it's a it's a ride, isn't it? It's a real fun journey at maximum maximum breakneck speed, right? Like it doesn't go. It's it's just awesome it's so good all right we're gonna start wrapping the show up i want to thank you all for being here thank you so much for listening new listeners welcome aboard hope you had a great time hope you had some fun old listeners thank you for coming back thank you for spreading the word about the show make sure to engage with us on social media we are on twitter and instagram at mando underscore vision find us add us tag us do all that stuff and i'm happy to engage and communicate and, and all the fun stuff hit a, do long form emails hit me up at mandovisiontom at gmail.com you can become an official Mandavision Maniac on our Patreon page for exclusive bonus content. Uh, so much bonus content. I'm a little backed up right now, but there'll be by the time you hear this episode, new stuff will be on there, don't worry. It's patreon.com, forward slash Mandavision. Hang out with super cool people like the Aspinel Chodi. The Batman, Abejo, Jeff Nail, Jeff co-hosts The Ring and Ear, a great music podcast, so check them out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Harley Quinn Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing Company here in San Diego and Baltimore, Maryland, the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops, the Silent Assassin, He Who Should Not Be Named, and Syndicate Ram, co-host of Come On, It's Still Good, a great movie podcast that I recommend very, very highly, uh, unless... Oh no, I'm not I'm not gonna make that joke. Never mind. Never mind. Moving on. Moving on. So let's go ahead. We'll get out of here. We'll be back so very, very soon to close out the Onderon arc and, and see the final fates. Well, not final for some people, but the fates of the people. Stila, Sagarera, Lux Ponteri. Let's see how things wrap up for all these fine fine individuals. And I look forward to seeing all of your smiling faces then on this wonderful audio only podcast. It is a true delight. So, (laughs) oh, boy. All right. Remember, this podcast can only end one way. way. This is the way.
4: This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.